This is Mastering Menopause. By using fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and mindset, you can master your hormones and get your body back. I'm Kathy Cote with Catalyst Fitness and Nutrition. Let's get into it. Today, I want to talk to you about stress. And this is something that I find super prevalent, especially I think it's having effect on women that are in perimenopause because we are just piling it on, piling it on. And we are growing up in a state where it's cool to just do more and more and more. So at this stage of your life, maybe the kids have moved out, maybe they're in college, you should be having a little less to do. And instead of filling in that space with all these things to do, kind of take the time to regroup and figure out what it is that you want to do. And I know that this is kind of a like in limbo area because it's like we've been moms for 20, 25 years. And what did we, what did we used to like, you know? So I know it's kind of like you've changed. You're a completely different person than what you were 20 to 25 years ago. So Take some time to kind of figure out like what are your interests, what would you like to do, and then see if those are possible. Because, I mean, not everything is going to be possible right away, but you could, maybe you were interested in ballroom dancing, I don't know, or maybe photography or something like that. That's something that, that you should have a little bit more time for, but what ends up happening is we take on a different job, or we, um, we're just busy, busy, busy all the time, and it's not helping our stress levels whatsoever. So... Take this time to just relax a little bit and get out of your own head. It doesn't have to look like, you know, a you know 30 minutes of journaling and then a 30-minute meditation and then 30 minutes of yoga. I mean, obviously, if you can do that and you have the capacity and the, and the bandwidth to do that, then that would be great. But it doesn't have to look like that. So you can do, like five minutes of positive affirmations in the morning. There are a ton of things that you can listen to that are free on Spotify or YouTube. You can do a guided meditation and there are some short ones out there. I think with the guided meditations, it's easier to listen to somebody guide you. That's why it's called guided, obviously, rather than sitting there just trying to like clear your head, which isn't really what meditation is about. I think people get stressed about not thinking about anything and of course, you're going to think about things. Um, it's just more about getting out of your own head and um, sitting with you know some different thoughts rather than the ones that are always just racing through our head on a loop over and over. And then as far as like yoga or some kind of calming activity, you could go for a walk and get the same almost the same benefits as you would for like from like a 30 minute yoga class but you don't have to pile on all this stuff. Sure, take you know when you have time, take a take a yoga class and see how it makes you feel. And I know when I first started doing yoga, like yoga was really hard for me. Um, I liked the physical part, but then when it was time for Shavasana, which is at the end, where you're just laying there, that's how I thought of it, is you're just laying there on the mat. And I'm like, I don't have time for this. And now as I've started to slow down and kind of reconnect and once you get out of your head and you can just and sit there with your own thoughts, I think you can kind of appreciate that 
downtime. So now I really appreciate that five minutes, right? I've done the yoga and now I'm going to sit here and unwind for five minutes, give myself five minutes to just sit there and be rather than thinking about like, rather than having to rush out and get on to do this and do this and do that. But they got, that's all going to come no matter what. So give yourself that time. But I found that to be helpful, but I can see like why it's off-putting. So I know I was definitely, I was the girl that would just, as soon as it was time for Shavasana, I was like, oh, gotta go. <laughs> so um, what else? So anything that you enjoy, like honestly, just hanging out with your friends, reconnecting, maybe um, phone up somebody that you haven't talked to in a while. I know we even talk to people anymore. We're sitting there on our phones, just texting back and forth, but making that connection with somebody that you haven't talked to in a while, maybe your parents, if they're still with us. Um, it just makes a big difference in your outlook and your well-being. And I think we don't take enough time and we are just living stressed, like running around like stress balls. And we have stress from so many places now. You know, your phone is a constant source of stress. You know, the emails and the texts and, you know, the engagement that we do on Facebook or Instagram. Um, you know, those can be, some can be positive, but some can be negative as well. So how your brain perceives stress is, you know, it could, you're just as susceptible to getting stressed out from an email as you are for when somebody cuts you off in traffic. It's kind of, it's the same thing. You still have that fight or flight response. So that is not to always have that response. It's not good for your body. So you kind of want to reframe yourself a little bit so that you're not so reactive to everything and set some limits for yourself on when you're going to be checking your phone and when you're going to put it down and not take a look at it anymore. So stress has a very big impact on your health and well-being and your weight as well. If you're just constantly stressed, your body is always dealing with that stress and we have a limited capacity to deal with stress. There's only so much that we can take. You're piling on workouts. Now you're not eating because you're trying to lose weight and something's got to give and what usually happens is you stop losing weight because your body can only do so much. And it's trying to deal with all this stress. It's going to actually hold on to that weight because that's what's making it feel safe. So, you know, we tend to, in our 40s and 50s, we're doing, 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 doing more, more, more. Eat less, less, less. And that's why it's kind of backfiring. And just adding stress onto it is um, really not good for your health. So that's the end of my lecture. <laughs> I just think it's very important that when you're going through perimenopause and menopause, you have so much that's going on in your body right now. and We don't have the capacity to deal with it. So just like in puberty, when you went through all those changes, we had way more energy and way more capacity to deal with those added stresses. And now we're just piling it on. And this is showing up in issues like, you know, thyroid issues, GI issues, gut issues, um, digestion issues. You know, we wonder why we can't poop or why we have diarrhea or why we can't lose weight or why our skin looks like shit, why our hair is falling out, why our nails are weak and brittle. It's because, A, the hormonal changes that we're going through, but it's also because of the stress. 
try to dial down that stress and all the things that you can do, the journaling, the meditations, the yoga, like I know it sounds so woo-woo, but it really isn't. It's There's a reason that um, those things are beneficial. And there's a reason why the top producers in this country are fans of meditation. So give it a shot. And I appreciate you for listening to this. And if you found this helpful at all, please share it with somebody that you think could use this information. And I will talk to you next time.